It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Married or Not. Our scripture reference today is Deuteronomy 22, verses 13 through 30. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Suppose a man marries a woman, but after going into her, he dislikes her and makes up charges against her, slandering her by saying, I married this woman, but when I lay with her, I did not find evidence of her virginity. The father of the young woman and her mother shall then submit the evidence of the young woman's virginity to the elders of the city at the gate. The father of the young woman shall say to the elders, I gave my daughter in marriage to this man, but he dislikes her. Now he has made up charges against her, saying, I did not find evidence of your daughter's virginity. But here is the evidence of my daughter's virginity. Then they shall spread out the cloth before the elders of the town. The elders of that town shall take the man and punish him. They shall find him 100 shekels of silver, which they shall give to the young woman's father, because he had slandered a virgin of Israel. She shall remain his wife. He shall not be permitted to divorce her as long as he lives. If, however, this charge is true, that evidence of the young woman's virginity was not found, then they shall bring the young woman out to the entrance of her father's house, and the men of her town shall stone her to death because she committed a disgraceful act in Israel by prostituting herself in her father's house. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. If a man is caught lying with the wife of another man, both of them shall die, the man who lay with the woman as well as the woman. So you shall purge the evil from Israel. If there is a young woman, a virgin already engaged to be married, and a man meets her in the town and lies with her, you shall bring both of them to the gate of that town and stone them to death, the young woman because she did not cry for help in the town, and the man because he violated his neighbor's wife. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. But if the man meets the engaged woman in the open country, and the man seizes her and lies with her, then only the man who lay with her shall die. You shall do nothing to the young woman. The young woman has not committed an offense punishable by death because this case is like that of someone who attacks and murders a neighbor. Since he found her in the open country, the engaged woman may have cried for help, but there was no one to rescue her. If a man meets a virgin who is not engaged and seizes her and lies with her, and they are caught in the act, the man who lay with her shall give 50 shekels of silver to the young woman's father, and she shall become his wife. Because he violated her, he shall not be permitted to divorce her as long as he lives. A man shall not marry his father's wife, thereby violating his father's rights. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. After reading Deuteronomy 22, we should have greater respect for Joseph. He betrothed Mary, the mother of Jesus, and that meant the two were all but married. In this scenario, there's no deciding to not want to marry. 
The only thing missing is the consummation. So when Mary becomes pregnant, it is as if she has committed adultery. The culture gave Joseph every right to reject Mary. By the law of Deuteronomy 22, the men of her town could have her stoned to death. Joseph was faithful to the law, but he did not want Mary to suffer disgrace. So he intended to find a way to divorce her quietly. I'm sure you know that not all men would have done that. They would have gladly enforced the law of God. Marriage, after all, was a financial institution. And you know what they say, money makes people funny. Did you notice in the reading of Deuteronomy 22, there were no efforts to reconcile a married couple? There's no talk of betrayed love or hurt feelings. There's a marriage deal between two families that has potentially gone bad. What kind of relationship do you have after all these accusations? And besides the adultery and rape scenarios, what's at stake are the legal rights of those wronged. So much for all the sentiment and love. Now, the family keeps the wedding sheets or some other wedding night cloth as legal documents. Of course, there is justice and mercy in the law. Jesus considered it a way to undermine the hardened hearts of men who wanted to discard their wives. Otherwise, it would be too easy for a man to accuse his wife of adultery. In ancient culture, we can assume the man has the upper hand in these kinds of situations. If a man accused his wife, he didn't have to prove it. It was the burden of the family to disprove the accusation. So what does all this mean for us today? None of this has bearing on how we deal with divorce in our culture. What are we to make of these laws? God valued the idea of marriage. Did the people's culture align with our sense of love, accountability, and mutual support? Probably not. But consider that God used marriage as an illustration of the kind of relationship the people had with the Lord. God would be faithful. There was no questioning God's fidelity. It was the people who struggled. Our view of marriage can impact how we view our communion with God. Are we eager to throw away our relationships? Do we abuse one another or take love for granted? In the first scenario we read about in Deuteronomy 22, look how easy it was for someone to ruin another's life just by accusing them. If marriage is such an ideal and illustration of God's love, how dare we trifle with it? And that gives us pause to reflect on how we respect and care for each other, married or not. Stay blessed. Thanks for always supporting Another Note. This is our daily devotional. I'll keep writing and recording as long as you keep listening and we keep growing. If you ever find another note on iTunes or anywhere else podcasts are available, make sure to leave a review so others can join us. And the easiest way to connect with me is online at anotherjohn.com. God be with you.